Hey, it's Lisa. And it's Danielle. And it's Tiffany. We want to thank you guys for joining us today for another episode of Mommy's Wine Time. Today we're going to talk about Stranger Danger, but we're going to let Lisa explain the drink of the night. All right. Um, today was my choice, and like we said last week, we were going to try out a beer, and hopefully that Danielle would drink it and be much happier, and by we left, her glass would be gone. <laughs> um, so today I picked Southern Tears Pumpkin. Um, it is obviously a pumpkin-flavored beer. I'm excited that everything pumpkin is back because pumpkin is my favorite. What do you ladies think of it? Other than it should be colder, but <laughs> I think you can really taste the pumpkin in it, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it would be better colder. It is. It's, real it's not as sweet as I was expecting, but you know what it is? It is an ale, like an imperial mm-hmm. ale, so it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. Like I, like Tiffany said, I thought it was going to be just like a little bit sweeter, mm-hmm. but maybe if it was cold, you would get, you know, the yeah. sweetness would be brought out a little bit. Um, but other than that, it's really good. I like it. Good Did you hear that, folks? She likes it. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I said that when we were discussing a drink. <laughs> So, today we're going to discuss Stranger Danger, and it's just something that you've been hearing about a lot in the news and seeing on the internet where kids are getting abducted, and it just, something that I thought should be, you know, brought to awareness that it's happening all around us, and sometimes we think that our kids are ready if, you know, they fall prey to a Stranger Danger situation, but sometimes our kids still fall prey to the tactics that we you know, teach them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just kind of want to go over and just talk about that today because, like I said, it's just something that's just been on my heart and I've been seeing all these poor little kids and, you know, teenagers just being abducted every day in the news and it's just really saddening. So um, we're going to start out, um, excuse me, we're going to start out discussing um, dealing with stranger danger Um have your kids ever been in a stranger danger situation? Do you guys um, know of? Not that I know of. I don't mind having. So. In mine, tell everything. So I would, <laughs> I, I'm sure I would know. Have yours? My kids haven't been in a situation, um, but I know that at their school, they were leaving um, school one day. And a guy um, did come up and tried to talk to some of the kids. And luckily for mine that they don't walk home, Mm -hmm. um, but they go to daycare. So it's like parent pickup. Like you have to stay in the school until your parents come. But the guy did try to pick up some of the kids um, that was leaving like the school one day. So it was just kind of scary because I was like, it's, it's not like it was around the corner or another town. It was my kid's actual school. And I'm just like, we live so close where we live in walking distance, you know, and that could have been them. And it really made me think, like, what if those were my kids? Like, would my kids have gotten the car? What would my kids have done? You know, would they have stopped and answered this guy's questions? Would they went back in school? Like, what would they have done? So it would just... It was just really scary um, for me. Not that it happened to them, but it was just really close to home. So, um, and I know I have a couple of friends whose kids have. Uh, I know a friend. I'm not really going to go into her situation, but her son um, was walking to a friend's house and he kind of got snatched. And luckily for him, he kicked and screamed, and the guy let him go. Mm-hmm. So you know that's scary too because it's like she didn't live far from you know from where I live, but. My kids are so little and scrawny. It's like, 
you know, what they have freaked out, what they've done, what he done. Like, you just, when you see, you know, situations like that, it's just so sad. I mean, like, what, you know, it can easily happen at the store if they wander off and go down another aisle or just, you know, anywhere. It doesn't have to be school. It doesn't have to be in front of the house. You know, you can turn your back for a quick second and your kids could be taken. So... That's like I, I still put the boys in a cart at the grocery store. So Calvin's still pushing one cart. I'm pushing the other or for a loan. One's in the front, one's in the back of the cart. But because you never know. They're five years old. What if they see something over there that they get excited and run and when my head's turned and then they run after? You just never know. You just It's not really safe anymore for your kids to be out. So it is really scary. Like I don't let them play outside without... If they're, like, right in the backyard where I can see them through the window, that's fine. But if they're out riding their bike, like, we're out there with them because you you just really, you never know. And at the end of our street is a, a huge cornfield. So, you, somebody could be hiding in the cornfield because there's kids all up and down our street. And I'm like, you just really, you, you have no idea because people are just that sick anymore that they... So, at what age do you think it's okay for them to kind of go off? by themselves because I know my parents used to let us oh, at the age of 10 everywhere. ride up and down right. the street mm-hmm. you know we used to race cars down the street on our bikes right you know I don't know if it's like a new age thing and mm-hmm. people feel there's more dangerous now mm-hmm. or if it's like a, is there a certain age because I mean eventually your kids have to go off Right. On their own. When we were little, and we could do whatever. Like, my parents left. I don't think bikes. abduction was as common. I don't think so. Back, back then. Do you think it wasn't as common or it wasn't as widespread? Because, I mean, I remember seeing all, all kinds of missing yeah. children ads when I would go to the store. It just wasn't on the news like that. There yeah. wasn't an Amber Alert type of thing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I would go to the store and it would be plastered with children yeah. that were missing. Yeah. Do you think, like, now it's... Just more talked about, more broadcast nationwide than it is. Because, I mean, I'll hear of Amber Alerts in a, another state on the East Coast out here. Can I get into my phone? Um, I think with social media so big and everything now and the TV and everything, I think maybe it is blown up more. But I do think people now are probably sicker, really, to be honest, than what they used to be. I mean... Now, Tyler, at the age of 13, if he wants to go outside, I let him go outside. Like, I'm not going to sit out and watch the boy ride his bike up down the street. Um, I have let Rayana be outside with him when we weren't outside, um, but not the boys at that. Not yet. Not the boys and just Tyler outside. We want to try to go out in the back um, if the boys are out there. Mm-hmm. Um we let the kids walk to the park. We've done that a couple of times, but they all had to stay, you know, together. Um, but they haven't really gone out. Like, well, I mean, we don't really have a play area around here anyway for them to go to. So it's mm-hmm. more like, okay, go in the back. You know, you can only go so far. But for, like, how our housing is set up, like, you literally have to walk all the way down there just to cut to the backyard. So it's mm-hmm. like they know how far down they can go. Right. So you can literally go to where the trash cans are because it's like 10 houses down and that's the only way you can get in or out of, you know, the backyard. Um, but my kids aren't really big on going outside and playing a lot anyway. 
Uh, I think I would feel a little bit safer if we had a fence. Uh, I think I'm a little bit more aware since we don't have fences, like when Mm -hmm. the kids are out. I know we had a guy who literally sat out in his truck right out here in the front, and he sat there for like an hour and a half just like looking this way. And the kids were out in the front at first, and he was just like staring this way. So I'm like, okay, guys, I'm like, you need to go in the back or you need to come in the house. Like, you need to be in the back where I can sit here and look out my patio door and see you guys throwing the football or, like, running mm-hmm. up and down, and I can literally hear you rather than you're in the front and I'm in here and I can't see you or hear you. But stuff like that scares me. Um, even with the oldest being 13, it's still a little, you know what I'm saying, scarier, but you still have to let them venture out because yeah. you can't keep them, you know, in a bubble mm-hmm. their entire life. But... For, like, smaller kids, like, I talk to Brielle and Carmela all the time, but it's, like, how much talking, you know, like, what's going to happen when they're really in the situation? Because we can all say what we're going to do if we've never been in a situation until we're actually in the situation. Like, we can't say how, you know, I mean, you can say, like, I would do this, I wouldn't do this, but you don't know until you're in an actual situation. Right. I think a misleading thing that we tell our kids is don't talk to strangers, and then we turn around and talk to strangers. Yeah. So it kind of gives them the wrong idea. So I don't, I tell them you can talk to the stranger, but you never leave with the stranger. Like, you don't go anywhere with the stranger. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, I mean, it kind of sets a boundary because, I mean, my daughter, I'll be in the store, and she was little, and then... Like, oh, hi. You know, some ways to you. I wave back. Just be cordial. And she was like, do you know them? I'm like, no. And she's like, why are you talking to them? Right. <laughs> so it kind of makes sense. I mean, they are strangers. And we sit there and say, don't talk to strangers. Then we're saying, you need to say hi to this person and not be rude. And, you know, we're kind of giving them mixed signals about it. And I totally, I totally agree with that, too. And I like to... I like to try to lead by example as much as I can. Um, so I'm not a perfect mom, and I don't really think anyone is really right. perfect. But I like, no, I'm just going <laughs> to say hello. Who are you talking to here? <laughs> but I had ran out of gas one day, and we walked all the way to the gas station, and I literally was going to take the kids to the house because it wasn't far from the house. And then I was going to walk to the gas station by myself, walk to my car, come back and get them, and, you know, keep on going. But I was like, no, I was like, it would be just easier if I just take the kids with me to the gas station, walk back to the car. It's not a long walk. And we go to the gas station, and we're walking back, and we're all hot. And I'm just really surprised that China's not like, okay, pick me up, pick me up. But this lady drove up, and she's like, do you need a ride to your car? And as much as I wanted to say yes, can you please drive me to my car? It's like really straight down the street. Like, I didn't want the kids to see me do that. And then they think one day if someone's like, hey, do you need a ride home? And they're like, yes, well, I've seen mommy do it. So I was like, no. And she was like, are you sure? And I felt bad because I know she was just generally trying to help. And then afterwards, they were like, well, why didn't you say yes? You know, we could have rode there and just been there. So we were trying to go to um, Bible study. And I had to explain to them, I'm like, even though she looks nice, we don't really know her to be able to get in her vehicle with her. You know, and she had all her windows down, so it's like I could see in her car to see that there's no one in the car, but I don't want them to one day turn around and be like, well, mommy did it, so why can't I? And, you know, get in the car with somebody, and then, you know, you never see them again. Plus, you guys could have in the car, and then she pulled out a gun out of her seat. Exactly. She's not going anywhere. <laughs> True. Right? She could have done that, too. And you are not going down the street, little girl. I don't know, but you look so nice and so innocent. <laughs> Right. See, and that's the problem. People do that. They look nice and innocent, and they get the kids in the car. I think when Rayana um, was a baby, 
um, well, not Rihanna's baby. The boys, the twins were babies, and Rihanna was she old? She be when three or four, and people. Just when you have twins, people just want to flock and look at your twins and, oh my God, do you have twins? Blah, blah, blah. She would get so mad. She would say, they're strangers and they're talking to my brothers. <laughs> I don't like it. And I'd be like, well, it's okay. They just want to kind of look. No, we don't talk to strangers. So then I'm like, okay, I need to kind of, because I mean, she would like mean mama. She would be like, Brothers under her breath, like she absolutely would not like it. So I'd be like, okay, it's okay in certain situations, you know, if especially if mommy and daddy are there or you know some adult that you trust, it's okay to speak back and be friendly. You just don't ever do it by yourself. Like don't ever get in a car or anything with somebody that you don't know. But she still is. Hmm, you don't talk to my brother. I don't know you. So I kind of had to change our wording because, I mean, they were probably like, ugh, she's a little pretty little girl. <laughs> so um, I had seen this. I actually seen two videos um, on Facebook, and they were at totally different times. Mm -hmm. But I seen a video. Uh, we're going to start off with the little kids. So I seen a video of a guy, and he went up to mothers that had children, and, you know, the mothers were sitting on the bench while they were playing in the park, and he would go up to them and say, I want to do an experiment. Mm -hmm. Do you think that your child would leave with me if I tried to convince them to leave with me? And all the mothers was like, no, my kids don't talk to strangers. My kids don't go to strangers. So he would go up to the kids, and, you know, and he would like, okay, point to which one's your kid. And he would go up to the kid, and he had a puppy, and he was like, oh, I have more puppies in the car, or can you help me walk them? And the kids would take his hand and walk off. And the mothers were all shocked. Like, I was 100% sure my kid would not leave with you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that makes you think, like, little kids, you know, you kind of... I kind of expect it more with little kids to fall prey to different tactics, because we don't preach to little, little mm -hmm. kids as much as we do to, like older age kids you know right. where we're like okay this is situations because you're always thinking i'm always right there with my little kid mm -hmm. where my older kid can kind of you know like if i'm in the grocery well, store i'm well, like bro carmelo go to the milk and grab it and come back to me you know what i'm saying so it's like china i'm not gonna say hey go down there to two hours over and grab something like i would bring carmelo and then I seen another one where this guy, he was 21 years old, and what he did was he pretended to be a 15-year-old, and he would talk to other 14, 15-year-olds on the internet, and he would meet up with them. Mm -hmm. So what he did was when he met up with them, he had their parents with them. And the first one, he had the dad with him, and they met at the park, and the little mm -hmm. girl got out of the car to meet him at the park, and the dad jumped out and was like, what is wrong with you? And because, you know, the parents are like, no, he's, she's not going to meet you here. And lo and behold, she's thinking she's meeting a 15-year-old boy. And here is this 21-year-old man. Mm -hmm. um, the second one I seen, uh, this little girl invited the guy over to his house because she's like, my dad's gone. And so he goes and rings the doorbell. And she opens up the door. Mm -hmm. And the dad's standing there. And he grabbed her. And he's like, what's wrong with you? You know, we already lost your mother. You don't do this type of stuff. And, you know, they're crying. And... Mm -hmm. You know, they're, like, upset, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, they're explaining it to him. But the third one is what really got me. And I guess it was a big story because a lot of parents were like, well, these parents overreacted and did too much. 
But I totally believe in their tactics, and this is something that I honestly, as a parent, would do one day if I really wanted to teach my kids a lesson. Mm -hmm. But he told the girl he's outside and told the girl to come out to his van, and he's like one of those... Rape his vans, if that's what you want. That's what I call it. Sounds so horrible, but that's what I call it. It's a conversion. Yeah. (laughs) So she gets in the front seat, and as soon as she gets in the front seat, he grabs her arm, and her parents are in the back, and they have, you know, it's the ones where there's no seats in the back, so it's like Mm -hmm. painters use those. Mm -hmm. And the parents have ski masks on, like the black ones, and they grab the back of her, and she's screaming and trying to get out, and they're, like, tugging on her. And then they were like, calm down, it's your mom and dad. And they were like, what is wrong with you? They were like, what if it wasn't us? You were a goner. There's three people in this van, and you just jumped in this van with this guy you don't even know. And he's not even 15, he's 21. And it's like, it makes you think because you talk to your kids, and you would think at 14, 15, 16. Well, I mean, 16, you're more leaning towards the adult age, and you know. But, you know, 14, 13, 14, 15. You, we've talked to you time and time again not to get in with strangers. Mm-hmm. And once I watched that video, I literally sat down with Brielle and I had a talk with her. And I'm like, this is one of the reasons why it would be a while before you get internet. Because kids your age don't really know how to use it properly, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just explained to her, like, this isn't okay. You don't, you know, meet up with anybody that you don't really right. know. You don't give them your address. You don't give, you know, and she's, like, looking at me, but I'm like, no. Like, this is something we really need to have a discussion about. And I feel bad sometimes because when I see stuff happen, Mm -hmm. I like to sit down and talk with her. And I showed her the video, like, of what can happen. And, you know, she's probably thinking, like, I didn't do anything wrong. But it's, we need to talk about it when I see it so I can show you examples Mm -hmm. of what really could happen to you. So my question was, and I had went to, like, um facebook and social media sites and i was just asking other parents like do you honestly think that your kids will fall prey to different tactics Mm -hmm. now tactics have changed there's people that are more demanding like get in my car there's people that if you don't get in my car i'm gonna hurt your mom and dad so kids Mm -hmm. feel guilty and want to save my mom and dad's life there's oh your mom's hurt i'm gonna take you to your mom like there's different situations that people use Mm -hmm. And, you know, you would always think, no, my kids won't fall to someone saying, hey, get in my car, I have candy. But now people are using different tactics to to lure little kids. Like, do you honestly think as your child's parents that your child will fall prey to a stranger's tactics? Yeah, I don't don't know because, like you said, there's different tactics. And and I I do truly feel like, yeah, it's 15, 16, they're kind of getting into that. Or maybe even 13... 14 up, they're getting into that, okay, they know that's not right. They um, know that they don't go to strangers, they don't this, but I feel like at a younger than that, kids kids' hearts are just open and they think everybody's kind and everybody's good, so they, they just, no matter how many times you tell them, I don't think they feel that there is those bad people out there that would purposely take them to hurt them or especially if they've never been around that in their life they don't know any better so i mean tyler i would hope to god he would never fall into that trap and he would do what he could rihanna i don't think she would only because she's very like she's very shy with strangers she doesn't like to go anywhere um jordan would probably kick and scream but I think maybe if they convinced him enough he would go and I do feel Cameron would be like okay 
Just because he's that kid that goes with the flow and does whatever, he doesn't care. He just kind of goes and and that's that. But um, but you never know because, like you said earlier, even as adults, you can say you'll do this, you'll do this, you'll do this. But then when you're in a situation, it is one hundred percent different because you've never been in that situation, so you don't truly know how you're going to feel until you get in the situation. So I, I mean, it's something I definitely worry about because you don't know. And I will say this, I fancy myself as a smart person, but there have been some situations I put myself in mm-hmm. when I was a teenager, um, back when AOL was just on and popping, mm-hmm. dial-up was just getting its start, mm-hmm. and I've gotten on a public bus to go meet someone off the internet who I have no clue of who it was mm-hmm. at like 8 o'clock at night. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm sure my parents are like... Um, I have gotten in a car with a random stranger Mm -hmm. in a a raper van, as Daniel would call it. (laughs) I mean, there's been different situations where I'm like, thinking back on it, I was like, that was a dumb idea. Like, Mm -hmm. what what would possess you to do it? Right. So to act like we're above that is just, it's just weird to me. I mean, yeah, you can tell them all you want to. Mm -hmm. But at some point, they're going to make a decision on their own, no matter how much information you give them and Mm -hmm. no matter how much you tell them about the dangers and things like that. You never know if they're quite prepared to take it on on their own. You don't because as an adult, you think you're prepared and you're not prepared. So how can you expect your child to be prepared for pretty much an adult situation and have to know how to react? But one good thing I have noticed a lot in like the news and social media when kids are have got to that point where they're being abducted, it seems like more kids are fighting and screaming and they've actually been getting away. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, in that sense, I think that's a really good thing because it is sad, like you said, or like even if you don't know the person, your heart breaks for them because yeah. that could very well be your kid one day. Um, I got a response um, from a friend, Shantae, and she says that she fears for her children's life when they're away from her. She said there are tactics that can be used, and these sick mm-hmm. adults are becoming more and more clever at feeding their sick habits. Um, she said, I did teach my children to scream different words versus mm-hmm. the, actual, that, the actual thing that is happening, because most adults will not help. They don't want to be involved. She says, I have... Um, alert sent to my phone of newly registered criminals. I show them pictures of criminals. I inform them as much as I possibly can, and we actually role play. We practice on what to do. In our neighborhood, I've taught them what house to run to and so forth, but none of these takes, you know, away the fear. Right. And I've talked to my kids, and when di- like I said before, when different situations occur, no matter how serious, how non-serious it is, and I see it, and I can show a video of it or whatever, I like to sit my kids down watch this and then we talk about it well a couple years ago i was going over different situations with the kids like if a guy was like hey i got some candy would Mm -hmm. you come get in my car because you're like no you know and i'm just going through different things so i'm like okay so i said mellow and the guy was like hey i got a whole bunch of new video games in my car would you know come check them out i said Mm -hmm. would you and he stopped and he thought about it and i looked at him 
And I said, well, what are you thinking about? He was like, but they're video games. I said, but Mello, there's not going to be any video games in there. I said, right. he can take you away. I said, he can do bad things to you. He can kill you. I'm like, you never know. You'll never see mommy again. I said, so it's not something that you need to think about. If you don't know the person, don't go close to their car. No animal. You know, mm-hmm. they can promise you the road, but you don't do it. You walk away. You scream, you whatever. Right. But that really made me think, like, for him to take five seconds to really think about something before I even said anything to him, like asking him, why are you thinking about it? Mm -hmm. Just made me realize that he would be one of those kids that will fall prey to someone saying, hey, get in my car, let's go for a ride. You know, Mm -hmm. if it's something that he truly likes, he's going to want to go for it. And it's like, there's guys that will come to the door, like, you know, the people that try to sell Comcast or Mm AT&T and they're, you know, the door-to-door salesmen. And he'll bring a video game to the door, and he's asked one guy, like, hey, you want to come in my room and play? And I'm like, Melo, you cannot ask strangers (laughs) to come in the house. And I'm like, that's going to be his biggest downfall Mm -hmm. is video games. But it's like... But he's that kid with that heart. Yes. He thinks that there's nobody mean out there. And I'm just like, for me, like, that's my one kid that worries. Like, mm-hmm. China, I don't too much because oh, at this age. Bite them and cuss them out well, at this age, she doesn't really like people. Even people that she knows, she's mm-hmm. still kind of worried of them. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, you know, you can talk to this person. You know, she's still mm-hmm. kind of worried of them until she's around them for a long time. I mean, even mm-hmm. with Tiffany, it took her a long time to, like, really, like, warm up to you. Mm-hmm. So it's like. For her, it takes her a while to warm up to people, so I don't right. expect someone to say, hey, come jump in my car. Now, if Brielle and Carmelo did it, mm-hmm. she'll probably follow suit because she's like, well, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think at this right now Brielle would, but I'm not 100% sure with Brielle. Like, she has a smart head on her shoulders, but you never know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, and I just know there's other people that have commented on it and they were just like some parents were really confident like no i know my kids will you know run away and i'm not gonna tell a parent like you know if that's how you feel about your kid you're you're you know obviously you're talked to them and you're done the right thing but me as a parent and me being 100 percent honest i am not 100 percent sure that my kids would do what i tell them to do you know run Mm -hmm. away not you know don't do this you know go find help or whatever like i'm not 100 percent confident in that um, I mean, I'm I'm not just because you never know. You truly never know. Um, I thought that was a pretty awesome um, article. That's not awesome because it's a sad situation. But the article that Damien mm-hmm. tagged us in today. And the good thing at the end of that one, it's actually a guy who lives in the same town as Danielle. So right next to me and Tiffany, too. Well, it's um, the same town as Tiffany. He's in Oswego. He's in Aurora. Aurora. He was in Oswego, oh, man. Oswego. But it happened in Aurora. Well, yeah. Okay, he lived so, yeah. in Oswego, and then he tried to do a child abduction um, of luring two young girls into his car last month in Aurora. And he was actually caught. So I think that is a good ending because I don't think he actually got the girls. No, they ran into the Walmart. He mm-hmm. followed them until they ran inside yeah. the store, which was a smart thing for them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were a little older because I think they said they were coming home from like school or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think they were a little older than I would say Brielle would be, but yeah. But at the end of it, it talks about somebody posted bail for him. $10,000. I'm pretty sure it was like a girlfriend or mm-hmm. mom and they right. probably like they love them and yeah. no, my son's innocent, my he boyfriend's would never innocent. Do that. Yeah. 
But, so. Well, at least you have a court date and it'll all go from there. So I came upon this article, um, What to Teach Kids About Strangers. So it's basically kid safety when it comes to strangers. So we have to teach them who is a stranger. <clears throat> a stranger is someone that you or your family does not know well. It's, it's um, common that a child thinks strangers look scary, but this is not true. Children need to know that pretty strangers can be just as dangerous as the not-so-pretty ones. When talking to your children about strangers, explain to them that no one can tell str- if strangers are nice or not just by looking at them and that they should be careful around any stranger. Which is true, because you might see a nice lady that looks like she goes to church every week or, you know, just really nice in attitude, and it just could be... I mean, you've seen... I've, I've literally watched Criminal Minds the other day, and... Was it yesterday? Mm-hmm. And this nice lady was in a van with her husband, and she was on the passenger side, and she stopped and asked this lady that was running for directions. Mm-hmm. And the lady stopped to give her directions. And you would think this nice little old lady, she really just wants directions. They're an older couple. And she had one of those fans. <laughs> and as she's not paying attention, she's trying to help them, you know, show them directions. The mm-hmm. guy opened up the back of the van and snatched her up. Like I said, adults could be abducted too. So it's like, you know, you never know when you fall prey. So, I mean, that is, and I never really thought about it. And there's a lot of things that I'm going to go over really quickly that I haven't thought about um, as far as when it comes to children and stranger danger too, that I was like, okay, well, it makes me need to like re-talk to them and, you know, teach them different mm-hmm. things. But we also need to teach them who are safe strangers. Um, safe strangers are people children can ask for help when they need it. Police officers, firefighters, teachers, uh, etc. are examples of very recognizable safe strangers. Make sure to emphasize safe strangers. Or make sure to emphasize that whenever possible, go to a public place to ask for help. You can show them and point out places that your kids can go to in a dangerous situation. Which I've never thought about, like, around here, like, to tell my kids where to go if something ever happened, like, where to go. And so I'm like, this is something that I'll probably do this weekend with the kids, is go around and show them. If you're ever outside, and just go to different spots that they're around. If anything ever happened, where could you go to run to for help? Uh, Recognizing and handling dangerous situations. The most important way parents can protect their children is to teach them to be wary of potential dangerous situations. This will help them when dealing with strangers as well as with known adults who may not have good intentions. So those stranger dangers that we actually know. Um, Help children recognize warning signs of suspicious behavior such as an adult to ask them to disobey their parents or do something without permission, asking them to keep secrets. Teach kids the no, go, yell, tell in dangerous situations. Kids should say no, run away, tell as loud as they can, and tell a trusted adult what happened right away. It's okay to say no to an adult in a dangerous situation. Now, this made me think, because you, like, kids, if they're looking at someone that's an adult, they're kind of scared to tell them no. And I think that's one of the biggest downfalls is because kids are scared to tell people that are older than them no. So they kind of feel obligated to say yes or obligated to go with them. But it's like we have to teach kids there's certain situations that it's okay for you to say no. If you don't feel comfortable, you need to say no. You know, you need to not just say yes because they're an adult or you feel obligated to say yes to them. Um, It says practice with your kids using these scenarios. A nice looking stranger approaches your your child in the park and asks for help um, finding the... 
Well, like if they ask, I'm like lost here. If they ask you, like if they ask your kids for help finding a dog, finding another person, finding their child, because some people do that, like help me find my little girl, she's lost. Yeah. Um, a stranger asks if your child needs a ride home from school. Um, if your child thinks he or she is being followed, um, they need to know what to do in that situation. Um, so those are different situations that you can go over with your kids um, too. Uh, it says, what else parents can do? In addition to teaching children how to recognize and handle dangerous situations in strangers, here are a few more things parents can do to help their children stay safe and avoid dangerous situations. Know where your children are at all times. Point out safe places. Teach children to trust their instincts. Teach your children to be assertive and encourage your children to play with others. I think that's good. Like, mm-hmm. I, like again, I was watching Criminal Minds, and this little boy is off in the rocks and like in the middle of nowhere going to this um abandoned building and I'm like as a kid sometimes I did go off and ride my bike by myself and I wasn't with other kids but I mean it's smarter nowadays to have them play impacts right <coughs> not just go off by yourself and go walking and do an adventure or riding your bike or something so I always tell my kids at the store I'm like you wander off you're just going to belong to a new family. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I have told the kids that because on um, Monday, yesterday morning, I went grocery shopping in Jordan. I don't want to be in the car. I don't want to go look at this. I want to go. I said, Jordan, do you realize if you get out the cart, mommy or daddy turn their head for two seconds, you decide you want to go adventure off somewhere else, somebody could pick you up, but we would have no idea. What? Yeah. Somebody could pick you up, we would have no idea, and then you wouldn't be mommy and daddy's anymore. No. Nope. Because it would be very difficult You'd for us to find you. You'd have a new mommy and daddy. Oh, no. Mm-mm. No new mommy for me. Exactly. <laughs> like, so then he was like, okay, until next time, I'm sure. I don't want to be in the cart, <laughs> but. Well, like a couple of weeks ago, we were at the grocery store, and I told the kids to, I always told the kids to go get the milk, like, that's their job. And mm-hmm. I'm only, it's always, like, me being, like, right close there, mm-hmm. so. I can basically see you. And I told him to go get the milk, and I walked off. And not walked off far, but I walked off to, like, a different aisle, and I'm, like, looking at something mm-hmm. else. And Mello and Brielle were together. Well, Mello decides to steer off and go one direction, and Brielle's, like, mm-hmm. by herself. So she comes back to me, and I'm like, well, where's Mello? And she's like, well, he was right here, and then he went down this aisle, and I told him, don't go down this aisle, and he didn't listen so I'm like, okay, so I'm like, let's stand here because if we don't move, we have to see him. You know, he has to see us because we're standing where if you run down an aisle and you look down the aisle, you can see us. So I was like, okay, we're going to stand right here. So we're standing there for like a couple of minutes and I didn't see him. So I'm like, okay, so I was like, okay, let's walk and try to find him. So in my mind, I'm like, I hope this little boy is freaking out. Like, this is going to teach him a lesson. I send you two together. That means you need to go together and you need to come back together. He's just sitting on a random stranger's lap. So, I'm like, okay. Then I'm like, well, I said, maybe he's smart enough to go and tell somebody that works here that he's lost. And lo and behold, as I'm thinking that, I hear in the intercom, Danielle, you need to go up to the counter. So, I was like, okay, well, at least he was smart enough to do that. When I go up there, his eyes are just like... Like, he wasn't crying tears, but you can tell his eyes were watering up. And I looked at him, I said, now are you scared? And he was like, yes. I said, did you learn your lesson? I said, 
you can't walk away from Brielle. You guys have to stay together. I send you guys together to go get something that I think means that you guys walked to go. She's sitting there, right? Go get that milk and dipped off. I think she was trying. Well, to I mean, I was them, in right? the side. So- I was in the same section. One of them to be smart enough to come back. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. So the audience knows why you picked it. Well, yeah, bro has yeah. a good head on her shoulders. Mello sometimes likes to follow his, you know, his own thing and going about. But I'm like. You know, you learned, and I told him, I like somebody could have snatched you. Like you have to stay together. If there's two of you, mm-hmm. it's less likely someone's gonna try to snatch both of you. I've never tried that tactic, Daniel. I've never tried it. I'm like, please go get the milk on the other side of the store. All the way right here. Right. And when they leave, I'll dip off <laughs> and see if they can find me. I was in the same section. I just went down the aisle because I was looking for something else. But. I'm like, lo and behold, like he, I, I feel that he learned his lesson. So we'll see next time if he decides to try to dip off again. So. All right, he'll be like, mm, come on, Brielle. Don't even walk two seconds for me. See, I always make them put their hand on the cart just because I don't want them, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want them wandering off. I'm like, there's too many of you to keep my eyes on all four. So everybody's yeah. hands go on the cart. Don't ask me for anything. As we walk down these aisles, <gasps> we're on a mission. We get in, we get out. Let's go. Trina may get in the cart. Sometimes she wants to walk, but she has to stay, like, literally right by the cart. But I think I'd be scared if she walked. For the most so. part. If it's if it's really crowded, I'll say no. Like It's, it's like Jordan Cameron. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I would say it's too, you know, it's, like, I too crowded. I put stipulations on it. Because I used to do it. I'm like, if you keep your hand on the cart and you hold on to the cart, you can walk outside of the cart. Mm-hmm. The moment you let go of the cart. You go back in. These are the rules. Mm. You can either follow yeah. them or that's what happens. She Mine knows those rules and they end up back in the car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she's more of the, if, like, if she wants to get out of the cart, she wants to get out of the cart so you can carry her type of deal. So we have to, like. Oh, I know that one. So we have to, like, do stuff to make her want to sit in the cart. Or I tell her, I'm like, if you get out the cart, that means you walk. That means no one's going to pick you up. You're going to walk the entire time, and you don't get to get back in the cart. And sometimes she rethinks it, and it's like, nah, never mind. Because, like, her whole idea of I want to walk is so she'll walk for a couple of minutes. And then she you hold her. She's not big on like walking and like, oh, I want to go down this aisle and look at this. Like, she's not big on that. But she's when not I take a wanderer. when I take them to the store, though, we don't go anywhere near the toy section. Like, if I take them to Walmart, which is like the biggest store that I take them to, if it's not a clothes store, we're literally at the food section, and that's it. Sometimes if I'm wandering out, I'll let them peruse it because they already mm-hmm. know. Don't ask me. I'm like, mm-hmm. put it on your Christmas list. Put it on your birthday list. Like, that's my big like, thing. It's oh, okay for them to enjoy the it. <laughs> I don't mind them enjoying it. So, like, I'm not one of those parents that get real anxious when I go near the mm-hmm. toil. I'm kind of just like, yeah, we can walk around the toil because they know when I'm like, all right, we've had enough of the toil. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I don't get the cries and stuff because I'm already, like, I've already told you. Mm-hmm. We can walk down this aisle. We're not going to get anything. Sometimes they'll try to be like, hey, what about those $2 you owe me? Can I buy something? And I'm like, if you want to spend your two dollars on a toy, I'll show you what you can get. Pick up a toy. Oh, guess how much that costs? Yes, we do oh, that with kids. You don't have enough money for that one. Let me show you what you can buy with your two dollars. Yeah. And they look at the toy and they're like, "Oh, no, that's okay. I'll save my yes. money." That's exactly what we do. That's with an kids. awesome that's idea. Like, I have for a dollar. Okay, well, let's just hit the Hot Wheel section because that's about all you're getting here at the store. I like to let them pick out something. What toy would you like with that dollar? Right. This one. That's Rihanna because, you know, the boys, they're happy with Hot Wheels. Like, if they have a dollar, they'll get one or two Hot Wheels. Like, they know 
that they could get that and that's done. But, you know, for little girls, there's really nothing. So Rihanna would be like, well, I want this baby doll. Oh, well, that's about $29.99. And guess what? You don't have twenty nine ninety nine. My kids, I think that they just know that my answer is going to be no. So they don't ask anymore. Mm-hmm. Or they'll say, bro's like, okay. Bro's really big now on getting her own stuff. So if we go to the store and she's like, you didn't tell me we're going to the store. I could have brought my money. Like, that's real. Mm-hmm. Mello tries to ask. But by the third time, like the first time, I'm like, I'm not buying anything. Don't ask. The second time, I already told you I'm not buying anything. The third time, I'm like, what did I tell you? Like, it's at, like, the yelling point or whatever. But... They're pre- they're pretty good, but I just like it, a lot of times if it's after work and I gotta take you to the store, we're in and we're out. We're getting what we need for dinner and we're getting back out. Yeah. I don't have time to cruise the store like I used to. Like I don't have the patience for it. I'm tired. I, I want to cook dinner. Plan. I'm like, can you help me remember this item, please? Because that's I what I do. Forget. I try to go mm-hmm. before I pick them up for daycare. Like, that's my biggest thing no. is, like, try to make it to the store before I have to pick them up from daycare. Mm-hmm. That way I don't have to do with, like, them walking slow in the store. And I agree. I agree. Plus, it gets busy. Mm-hmm. And you're like, at that time especially, in, yeah. get, get out. in and get out. So, yeah, if I can stretch the time mm-hmm. before I have to get them from school or something, I'll, I get in the store and I'm like, boom, 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 mm-hmm. and yeah. out. But if not, I'm like, sorry, guys, we have to go to the store. This is not going to be pleasant for me or for you. But we need to do it. Just like before Kelvin started working two jobs, he would run to the store without the kids in between or whatever. But now that he really just can't. So we try to go like as early in the morning as possible when nobody's there. And actually, we hadn't been to the grocery store in a long time. Like We had absolutely no food in our house. So yesterday morning, you know, we were also off. We got back home. The kids were back home. And I was like, I was like, okay, Lisa, let's go. I'm going to get up and go to the bathroom and then let's go to the store I'm like oh, can I just lay in this bed but I'm glad we did because it was already it was early it was like 8:30, and by the time we were leaving the store it was getting packed Labor Day. I was like it was time to go my parents saved me by telling us that they had food and it was like you should come over so I was like oh good we don't have to go to the store to get right. anything for dinner I was like let's pack up let's go I'll be there in house. 15 mom <laughs> and actually, we didn't even get over there fast enough because my sister just kept texting me like, are you, are you in the car? She's like, are you on the way? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm on the way. We're getting ready. Mm-hmm. We're on the way. Are you physically in the car? I'm like, yes, we're in the car. But I left out the part where we had to stop by the gas station. She knows how you operate because right. I don't ask are you actually on your way? <laughs> right. Is this a true statement? Like, you're in the car. Well, the first time she asked me for that, she's like, are you on your way? I was like, yes, we're on our way. And then... She sent the text, and she's like, well, are you in the car? And I'm like, yes. But we were, like, literally putting the kids in the car by that time. And then I'm like, she's got to say See, something because she's up to stop by the gas station. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies. Well, it looks like we're out of beer. <laughs> so we're out of here. <laughs> Good one. I like that one. Until next time. <laughs> Bye.